This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, Keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 Yo, what's going on, people? You are now listening to the Disnobis podcast. I hope you've had a fantastic week. On Sunday, I dropped my latest part talking about student loans, what student loans are, how they work, how you calculate how much you get, um, the different types of student loans, maintenance loan versus tuition fee, how they are paid to you. And of course, there's two different main loan types. There's plan one, if you've got a student loan before 2012, and plan two after, and how both of those student loans pay different interest rates. And why that's important? Because recently there was news of students on plan two so people who went to university 2012 and onwards are going to be paying even more interest on their loan a dramatic increase so make sure you check that episode out um, announcement the new black which i've referenced on occasion first show the day after this is a daily news show giving you as the women say and i'm doing inverted commas the t the day after so going through headlines speaking on pop culture sports music news social media whatever have you may and there's four beautiful people on the show there's the shade queen esther there's the great big quay then there's the legend big margs and of course myself and that drops every single fuck day yeah so go on spotify subscribe type in the day after and there's also going to be episodes dropping and segments dropping on youtube and all the visuals will be free up until the end of april and then you might have to grab a young page you get me so make sure you check that out we're coming to you every single day pause <laughs> and yeah that would be great that would be great that would be great so make sure you are subscribed to that make sure you listen on Spotify you listen on Apple all your relevant places and of course you rate it 5 star now today I'm going to be speaking to someone else who's involved in New Black as a producer the great big man Yus my boy Yus Yusuf is a great one of, the, one of the coolest people I've ever met funny relaxed calm 
but don't get twisted. <laughs> He'll fold you like a potato. Literally, he actually might be the strongest person I have ever been around. I remember for his birthday, he had a joint birthday with his co-host, Gina, shout out, Just Gene. And because he was drunk, like he was playing around. And I have I think like he punched me on the play around ticket. I was like, I've never felt a bang this powerful in my life. This guy's Goliath. But yeah, so the great Yus, he's a amazing podcaster. Great PT, also has done events. Me and him had an event trending. We might bring that back for you this summer. You never know. Um, so he's involved in so many great initiatives and things. So I speak to Yusuf about his journey in podcasting, in fitness, um, events. Speak to how he became more vulnerable in his pod and opening up how important that is for as a man. All that good stuff. And how he likes to find the things in life now. And I'm gonna, we ain't going to talk on that too much. But yeah, strap yourself in. Episode 247, talking to Big Man Yus. Hi, it's MXM, and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. Yo, what's going on, people? Another episode of Dysonomics. And I was joined by one of my guys. I can't do what? I don't think you've been on my pod before. I didn't know. This is the first time, you know. That's actually mad. That's this is mad. actually the first time. That is actually mad. This yeah, is the first time. That's actually quite shameful for me, actually, because it's in my pod. Because <laughs> I've been on your pod at least twice. Um, yeah. Yeah. About but, that. Yeah. Hopefully, many of you recognise the voice because you're loyal listeners. But that is uh, my boy Yusuf. Yusuf, how are you doing today? I'm good, bro. I'm good, man. I can't complain, man. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. How's things? You, you're you're a bit of a busy guy these days. I see. You got a lot of stuff going on. I see not too long ago you posted a flyer or yep. something going on abroad. So shed some light on that if you can. Yeah, that's a... um so many of you probably heard of Pitch Sundays. Um shout out to Akin and Marlon. They've got an event happening in Malta. It's like a spring break kind of long weekend um kind of vibe. Uh, beach parties, pool parties, uh, you know, jet ski excursions. Um, just vibes and fun and whatnot, whatnot. And that's happening from the 5th to the 9th of May. Um, so if people want a little quick break, like a long, long weekend kind of thing, then I suggest you grab your tickets. Um, it's going to be it's going to be lit. DJs, just party vibes. I might even be doing a little bit of exercise out there as well um, in the daytime in the morning. A um, couple classes as well, just to add a bit of extra spice to the event. Oh, I think sick. there's a... Yeah, there's a a day trip to Italy as well going on as well, so that should be fun. Um, but yeah, man, it's just a nice a nice little fun getaway, really. Okay, so, that's lit. So that's actually pretty yeah. soon. So that's like a nice. No, that is soon. That is yeah, soon. that's, that's a nice yeah. holiday to to look forward to. And in definitely, fact, you, you could tick off two countries on your bucket list. I haven't been to Eve actually. Malta there all you go. Italy. There yeah. you go. And yeah, um, I think these Malta times and, and Italy. Yeah, Malta's yeah. always notorious for having great great weather. No, it is. It is. The weather's great. And I think in, I'll say the past year, it's become like a proper European hotspot. Yeah, it has. You know, party destinations. Um, so, yeah, Pitch have just, you know, um, taken advantage. They've, they've brought me on board as well to help push and promote and, you know, be one of the organisers of the event. So it should be good, man. I recommend everyone come down. Obviously, it is quite soon. So, you know, man them, assemble, girl them, you know what I mean? <laughs> Gather up, grab your tickets. Um, all the information will be. Um, I'll give you the the link to to leaving your yeah. I'll put it in the um, as well. And yeah, man, it should be good, man. It should be good. Yeah, and and later, that's enough time to get the 
get their hair pattern, the nails, the eyelash, yeah, all the other stuff you got. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, then we need to just make sure we got a trim inside. No, so definitely, we're good. Definitely. Yeah. Right, cool. I would say what? When when does this um, episode drop? Episode drops um, Wednesday midnight, so Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So you've guys got about what? Just over two weeks? Yeah, that's plenty of time. Yeah, so if, if you're, you know, spontaneous, you could just quickly jump on. You know what I mean? Um, it should be lit. It should be, no, to be fair, it will be lit. It will be lit. So yeah, come Yeah, down. I like that conviction. Right, cool. So, my good friend Yus, so Yo, you bro. have a podcast. I do indeed. And how long have you had this podcast for? Because I'm 99.9% sure you've had yours longer than mine, and I started in 2016. Yeah, so this is our sixth year. So, January, just gone, was our sixth year, was like the, the mark of our sixth year. Mad, mad, mad. So, so talk, we've been doing it for quite a long time. So, so talk to me about your podcast because it started off as No Carbs After 7. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it started off as No Carbs After 7. The reason why I had that name was because me and my co-host uh, Gina, just Gina, many of you may know her, because um, we're two PTs, we came together to, to do a pod and the pod was never meant to be about fitness, but because we were PTs, we thought let's play on the fact that, let's play on the fact that we're PTs and let's also maybe have a fitness element to the pod, like a segment where we, you know, discuss fitness. So we thought, let's give it like a fitness kind of name. Mm. Um, so that's why we call it No Carbs After 7, because that's kind of like a, you know, a fitness myth kind of thing, isn't it? But then as the pod progressed, we didn't really talk about fitness at all. I, I, would, I would say the fitness element of the podcast, where we had a little fit, fitness segment, lasted maybe, I don't know, seven episodes. I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and right now, just to give you guys... Um, you know, let you know where we're at now. We're on episode like 285, so we've come a long way. So, yeah, we stopped talking about fitness and we just started talking about everything. It was just a general. It is. It's always been a general podcast, um, but we had a stigma attached to our, to us where people thought it was a fitness pod. So through because of the name, because of the artwork, people thought it's a fitness pod, and I, I think that limited our growth and our listenership. Because I'll bump into people and they'll be like, oh, you know what? I just checked out your pod for the first time. I didn't know it wasn't it wasn't about fitness. It's actually sick. Da, 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 da. So we thought, you know what? Let's rebrand. Because the pod has got this stigma about being about fitness, but it's not about fitness. So let's just completely change, change the name, change the artwork, rebrand it. And, you know, so to be fair, we we're looking for a, a new name for time. And we couldn't really think of what to call it. And I think a listener actually suggested Meet Us After Seven. Um, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, and that's so the name is kind of random. To be fair, <laughs> um, we just thought okay, let's let's try and keep an element of the old name, which was the after seven part. And then I think a listener came. Up with, I can't remember who came up. We brainstormed for time. To be fair, and the names we were coming up with had nothing to do with the old name. But then someone suggested that name, and we thought, you know what, this is go with it, innit? Um, so yeah, man, we've been doing it doing it for quite a while now. Um, it's been it's been a great journey. It's been a great journey. Um, I just, I enjoy putting out content. I enjoy, you know, um, sharing my life experiences. And I actually, I actually enjoy now more so. I share, I enjoy being vulnerable and letting people into who I am and what I've done. Whereas in the past, I was a bit more closed and it was just about what was happening on the outside world. But now we're a bit more um, vulnerable. And to be fair, I would say a bit more, we're a lot vulnerable to be fair. And we talk about our real life experiences a lot more than we, than I would say other people do. And I say that's kind of our niche, um, where we're a lot more vulnerable, I, I think, than other podcasts are. I was just about to say, um, ask you, with that, first of all, what made you 
um, kind of switch to becoming more open and honest and more vulnerable with your life um, experiences and things you've gone through on your on your podcast yeah. because you I've always seen is, you as a more like reserved yeah like I don't know why respectable is in my head because <laughs> respectable you just, you just carry yourself <laughs> with a certain yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. a certain um, I don't know what the word it's just a certain level of dignity not to say that yeah. sharing stuff doesn't mean you're dignity but like you were just you were just like to yourself type of thing even, even though you had a podcast you'd be funny on the pod da, 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 da. but when do you reckon you started to kind of open up a bit more and then why was that? You know what it is? I, I feel like I feel like I've been open to a certain degree from the beginning mm. but I think because Gina has always been way more open and vulnerable uh, compared to me that people used to compare me to her Okay, naturally And because, and because I wasn't as, as open as she was I got labelled as being closed and not being open and not being vulnerable even though I was being but I was just being compared to Gina. So I just tried to make a more conscious effort to be more vulnerable than I have been and let people in a bit more. And I, I think I kind of mastered the art of um, telling people enough that they believe that they know a lot, but I haven't really even told them anything at all. Mm. Because I am I am thinking that I'm a, I'm a private person. 100%. Um, I'm not that loud and whatnot. You know what I mean? My, my default setting is to be quiet. You know I mean, I grew up being a quiet, shy, shy kid. And I still am to a certain degree, to be fair. Um, but at the same time, I'm very confident as well. Um, so it's just about, for me, finding that balance. And with me becoming more open, I just feel like with podcasting, it's it's almost, I'm not saying it's your job, but I feel like when people can relate to you and when you can, you know, share knowledge and experiences, it just makes the experience better. Like, there's been so many times when I've told the story on the pod and I've, you know, finished recording. I felt like I've overshared a bit and it's made, it's made me a bit anxious. Mm. And then the feedback's been great because people have been able to relate to my story, relate to my experiences. And it just makes, it just makes it better because I think a lot in life, we feel like we're the only ones going through a certain, a certain thing in it because we don't talk about it because we don't share our experiences that especially black men. So when you do share your experiences, you realize, right, everyone else, you know, there are people out there who do relate to this story and I wasn't the only one going through this and that. And, you know, through com and conversation builds confidence. It makes, it builds healing. It just, it just makes you feel better about things you've went through when you know, you know, people can relate and others, you know, share um, similar or the same story, you know. And um, I just feel like being open and being honest and being vulnerable is just a better way to be. I think I prefer, I prefer that than to be closed off. I mean, I don't think clo being closed off to me doesn't really enable growth. Being open and being able to talk and, you know, that to me, that, that enables growth. And I feel like I've grown as a person in the last few years. I've been, you know, made a conscious effort to be more open on the podcast. Guys, we've seen so many people make ridiculous money from crypto. Some of them are friends. They're not bringing me in. I'm not happy about that. But did you know, is it also easy for you to do the same? The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the coins that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy him. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or to invest, you simply just do what he does. Kind of like my little brothers, they just copy me. Everything I wear, they copy. All the music I listen to, they copy. Now they're seen as the cool kids. It's a scam. So let me tell you more about James. He runs the Crypto with James YouTube channel, which despite heavy censorship, has over 17,000 subs and over a million views. Since March 2020, he has told his viewers to buy 
26 crypto coins. Had you put 100 bucks into each one, you will now be worth over $66,000. I don't know why James didn't hit me up himself. <laughs> of the 26 coins, his pick of the year, a coin called Phantom, is currently up over 440 times for when he said. 440 times. Bloody hell. That one call alone has retired a couple people, including people in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go on YouTube and verify this yourself. So don't think that this is a big scam. You can go check. Um, so if you'd like to join the 1,300 members who copy James, then what you need to do is to stop what you're doing and head over instantly to copy my crypto. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash disu. So the fact that you listen to Dissonomics, you know what to do. That's D-I-S-U. You'll not only find proof of everything I said, but my listeners get full access for just a dollar. Which is like, what, 75p? If you listen in the UK, easy peasy. You won't find this anywhere else. You won't find this off anywhere else, but you need to move quick because it's off end soon. You can't come and DM me on Instagram or Twitter. Oh my God, this offer's gone. So that's copymycrypto.com forward slash D-I-S-U. So that's copymycrypto.com forward slash D-I-S-U. Don't take this offer lightly. He's a real deal. Go visit the site right now, ASAP. That's very interesting that you said that um, like yeah. you started, like it's kind of almost like a slow burner. You've always kind of been that way, but you've got, you became more comfortable to do so. How do you think that's impacted your your podcast performance? Because obviously as podcasters, yeah. we, we can know that our pod's good, but obviously we, no matter how much we might not act like we care, but we do we do still look at our numbers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, so... Um, do you think it's had a positive impact on the growth of um, Meet After 7? You know what? That's, that one's a bit techy for me because I feel like, as podcasters, I think we all know what's going to help our podcast grow. Mm. And I feel like our podcast, we have a very, I would say, niche following. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people see our podcast as a podcast which won't necessarily go viral talking about salacious topics or whatnot, <laughs> yeah. whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, and for example, I, I might put out clips of the pod, you know, on, on socials or whatever. And some of the things we're talking about, unless you listen to the pod every week or unless you're, you've been on the journey with us, you won't necessarily know what, know what we're talking about. It won't necessarily grab you because we're not necessarily talking about the hot topics and mm. what's hot trending this week. We do speak about those things, but I don't think that's what people come to us for. Yeah, you know I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, to be fair, the funny thing is, the catch twenty two is, I feel like if we were more inclined to, you know, really, really go in depth about all these salacious hot topics and one on one, I think I'd probably be a bit more bigger. To be fair, and I think even though being vulnerable and being open and stuff, I think that's that's helped us get closer to our core audience mm. and our number ones and our day ones. But I don't, I don't necessarily feel it's helped us grow. Okay, that's interesting. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, because I don't think, like, we don't do, for example, we all know as podcasters, if you get big guests on your pod, that's going to help growth, right? Yeah, 100. You know what I'm trying to say? And we've had big guests on before, but we don't necessarily use it as a strategy. We've never been like, okay, cool, who can we get on the pod and let's, let's map out this month and let's get this person, that person, that person and help out. We don't do that. We just bring on our friends, we bring on people who we naturally vibe with, who we think will bring a good, you know, level of conversation and banter and vibe and whatever and energy. We don't necessarily try to get 
who's hot this week, who's hot this month, who's going to help us. I mean, I don't know. Growth is definitely the aim, but I don't think we go into every episode thinking, how can we grow? How can we grow? How can we grow? It's more so, how can we deliver a great podcast? Yeah. With great topics, great conversation, when people can listen to it, walk away, learn something, relate to something, you know what I'm trying to say, laugh, whatever, cry, <laughs> whatever, it may, whatever it may be in it. Um, obviously, to a certain degree, it's probably helped us grow in terms of, you know, word of mouth, people suggesting our pot to their friends because they've heard it and they've liked it, they've suggested it to their friends. So that definitely helps. But I don't know, I, don't, I can't say necessarily if being such a, um, a vulnerable open podcast is something that necessarily will help you grow. And that's just, that's, that's just me, me being honest. Okay. But I have noticed the growth in me as Alpha 7 over the last two years. Yeah. What would you attribute that to? All right, so I'll say our growth after the last few years, I would say mm, it's, it's, it's hard to pinpoint. I would say just putting out great episodes. Mm. I'll say putting out great episodes. Um, I would say some of the guests that we've had on as well have helped. I would say me and Gina both featured on other podcasts as well has helped. Okay, and yeah. Um, Collaboration. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, collabing with other pods tapping into other people's uh, demos and markets um, and just us two as individuals as well, you know, doing more on socials, be more active and whatnot. whatnot. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to, to say what it was exactly, but I just feel it's just great, great content. You, you know, with great things, word spreads in it. 100%. And I feel like, because I feel like we put out great content, words, word just spreads. Like, we don't have the biggest numbers. We don't have the biggest following. I would say we're definitely in the mix, in the top, I'll say, within our our little um, echo chamber. I'll say we're probably in the top five. 100%. Um, you know what I'm trying to say? But we, yeah, I think I think for my, me, I just think it's, I think we've just been putting out great content and that's, that's what's worked. That always works. I believe that like, quality always rises to the top. And yeah, I think yeah. if yeah. you're doing like my personal theories, like if you're trying to do like the hot topic thing, duh, 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 yeah. if there's like a really, really hot topic, people yeah. might flock to your podcast for that, but they're just literally yeah. going because of that topic. doesn't necessarily yeah, yeah. mean you're going to retain those people. So of course, you see of some course, people of course, go viral on tweets about, let's say, I don't know, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, there was like a rumour, like somebody might have a, a, a take on that and it might make their tweets go viral. But, doesn't mean that people are going to follow that person because of their take on ASAP and uh, Rihanna. It was just a viral topic, you know what I'm saying? But I think, yeah, if, you yeah, have, yeah. If, I think if you have quality in what you do, I think over time you kind of attract people and they stay because it's quality. You, you see what I'm saying? It's not yeah, like sometimes yeah. you have them them artists that do like, like the one and done type artists because they have like a like a popular song that's popular in the moment because they haven't got the quality like for something like something like Nas Nas yeah. has always been a quality artist and that's why 20, yeah. 30 years later he's still doing fantastic things winning awards having best album of the year da, 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 having a yeah. fan base that's still keeping him relevant because of his excellence not because he just kind of did what was popular all the time so yeah, I think exactly. I think that's definitely a lesson I remember when when podcasting well um, you started well we both started like several years ago but I think like maybe yeah. like 2017 or maybe 2018 maybe 17 was a period when everybody was like oh everybody's a podcaster and loads of people started podcasts and everybody was meant to be the raw uncut giving you takes and all these topics and it all died out because 
it's it's not quality. You're not putting effort. You're not telling a story. You're not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Trying exactly. to build a fan base loyal because of certain things that you care about. You're just kind of trying to do what what's kind of hot, and I don't think that works in my opinion yeah. over yeah, a period right. of time. Like for them, for the over over a majority of people. Now, yeah. you spoke about how um, you went from no carbs after seven to meet us after yeah. seven. That's one transition. Yeah. Recently, like for example, we, one of your co-hosts, Gina. She yeah. just gallivanted you to, to, to Ghana. And then I was like, wait, yeah. is Gina leaving? But you're like, no, we're kind of like rebranding it. So speak on like how Meet Us After Seven has kind of developed in the last like six to 12 months. All right. So Gina went to Ghana um, at the end of 2021, sorry. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then the last year she went to Ghana for like six months. Um Many people thought she was leaving the pod, but no, that, that, like you said, it wasn't the case. So what we done was, no, it is. So throughout our time, we've had, we had, we've had guests on the pod, we've had friends on the pod, we've had. Mm. So even though the pod is me and Gina, we've kind of got like an extended family too. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So they kind of helped fill the void while she was away. Mm. Obviously, even when she's here, it's not just me and her every week anyway. We have guests anyway. But mm. so essentially, the plan was for her to go. She's basically. Let's, let's, let's call it she's going on a life journey. So she's, she's going to Ghana to, you know, just for a new a new challenge to work out there and just do her thing in it. Um, so in the time she was gone, it was just literally me and guests every single week in it. Mm. So where, whether it's, um, you know, uh, people who've been on the pod before, recurring guests, people that listeners are already familiar with or someone new. And then Gina would patch in over the phone occasionally. Obviously, reception in Ghana isn't great. <laughs> so Naturally, sometimes yeah. it was a bit annoying <laughs> but we um, made it work and then she was kind of flying back as well doing different things in London so she was here in spurt so when she was here we just you know she she, she uh, jumped on and that so it was it was, it was she, she, she's back now I don't know how long she's back for but she's back now so for the, for the foreseeable next couple of months she's, she's in London but while she was away it was it was kind of difficult at times because um just say we, we want a guest on the pod when she's here and there is no guest or no one's available or schedules are clashing. At least she's there and I'm there. So yeah. if anything happens, it's me and her. And obviously Brent is there, I would say, 85% of the time anyway. So it'll be us three. But there's been times when she's away where I'm trying to get a guest now and I can't get no one <laughs> um, because of, you know, scheduling or because it's not free or one or not. So it's been difficult sometimes where I've been scrambling for someone that I had to, make some last minute calls to get a guest last minute, which has been a bit frustrating. But as a whole, it's, it's been cool. It's been cool. I've, I've, I've managed to hold the fort down, you know what I mean, um, while she's uh, been away. Um, and she done some extra stuff out there. She done some blogs, some, sorry, some vlogs as well, mm. which she put on her Patreon, which was basically displaying her journey um, in Ghana, SA, whatnot, whatnot. Um, so yeah, it's, it, was a, it was an experience for me. It showed me that you know, I could I can do this by myself if I if, if it ever came to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, no, she's she's back now, so it's all good. Yeah, podcasting on your own is logged. I've always wondered what it would be like to have like an extra person like there every week. But yeah, when Ernest, especially when when there's no guest, it's 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 hard. It's hard to talk. Yeah, no, it's hard. It's hard, hard to hard. talk by yourself. I kind the of thing got used is, to it. Go on. Saying that, I was doing my music pod before, which was me by myself. Oh yes, you remember but... the album reviews. Yeah, album cut. So, a lot of the times it was me by myself. 
So it, it can be done. Obviously, you started off doing the pod by yourself anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I think you still do episodes by yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, yeah, probably yeah. by myself, yeah. So I think with, when, when you're doing it by yourself, as long as you have a plan yeah, and you know what you're going to say. So for example, with Gina, a lot of the time, we don't even plan the pod. We just show up. Like, obviously, we might have a rough idea of what we want to talk about. But it's mainly because we bounce off each, bounce off of each other. Yeah, hundred. It's mainly freestart. But when you're by yourself, you can't freestart. You, you yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You have to write like me. I used to write down what I'm going to talk about. Part one, part two, part three, whatever, and just go go for it because you can't just have bare silent pauses where you're just like trying to think. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> you know percent, I mean? my guy. Hundred percent. So I want to ask you about another thing, Patreon, right? Like, see, yeah. I saw a page. But I just couldn't get into it in terms of doing the extra content. And that's just me just being very terrible with my time management. And I'm yeah. doing a bit of imposter syndrome with video, but that's something I really want to get into yeah. this year and just be able to give like the people who really, really F with me like loads of good content. But you yeah. you guys have been going strong on Patreon. Like, how's that been like? What's that journey been like? And how has it been like producing extra stuff and maintaining that and trying to grow your, your like core? Because I've... I feel like these like, are the core people. Your patrons are your core people. Yeah. Them. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I love the patrons because the fact that they're actually paying Fam. you money every month for extra content, like, listen, they are, my, my heart goes out to them because that's, 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 that's real love. When you first, when you first start podcasting, you don't think there'll be a day where people are actually going to pay for this content. You know what yeah, I mean? 100%. Because one, one, you don't get, get into it for money. Well, back then, anyway, I know people now probably get into it for money, but when, when we started, money wasn't, an objective at all to be fair when, when we first started the objective was to try to showcase our personalities that was literally the 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 whole aim behind it um so to fast forward all these years and now able to monetize it in certain ways is you know what i mean it's great but with with patreon so obviously the idea is to give like your core listeners uh viewers some extra content bonus content that we're not going to give to the um the masses so obviously it takes extra work because podcasting itself is, is work. So now you've got to book in extra studio time. You've got to come up with extra ideas and mm. you've, got, you've got to try to be different. You can't give them the same content they get every week. So whether it's me, we started off doing like challenges and doing other bits and pieces. We then kind of, when Gina went, I kind of had to go back into just doing extra episodes, mm-hmm. uh, which is still cool because people still love those anyway. But the idea was to give people like something completely different that they don't get from the pod. So, for example, our first ever, one of our first ever patrons was me and Gina doing this hot wing, <laughs> which is something we wouldn't do on a normal pod. Then, then we done this painting competition where we both painted a picture, and we just we just done things where we competing in it. So the idea was to give the give give our um, our listeners different content, more creative content, and you know thinking outside the box kind of thing in it. Um, and it's been, it's been good it's been good it's been up and down it's been up and down because what you realise is um, one you have to because when you promise something you have to deliver and I feel like if I'm being very honest I feel like we haven't completely delivered what we promised like we I feel like we over promised and under delivered a lot of that was down to Gina getting to Ghana because obviously when she's in Ghana we couldn't do things together and for the main part that's cool because you know, not to be rude, but they don't pay, so you, you just it's gonna take. But but for Patreon, when we when, you, when you're paying and we've promised you X Y Z, we don't deliver. I feel bad to be fair. So sometimes when we don't deliver 
or just say there's an episode that I think is kind of under par, I might give him something extra because I feel like that that, that wasn't good enough. Mm. So when it comes to people who pay for Patreon, I really try to appease them and you know I mean make them think that you know not make them think but make them um, make the make it worthwhile, should I say? Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's it's cool though. It's cool. I like it. Um, creating thinking outside the box, doing things you wouldn't normally do is is what I enjoy the most. Um, and oh, sorry, the ups and downs is 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 maintaining your subscribers because I feel like when people don't get what they what they thought they were um, what they were subscribing for, then they drop off. And I see I see like a trend as well. Like when like I'll track, you know subscribers and one on one and new subscribers and you know just see the numbers um week, week to week and when you post something that you know people are going to really mess with you see the subscribers go up mm. so for example we, we we might put our episode tomorrow on patreon with you know a big a big famous guest as soon as you put it up boom just, the subscribers are going up but they may just want to see that one episode and that's it true and once they've watched it, they unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember early days. People were just subscribing, yeah. Because I'm sure she doesn't mind me talking about this. Gina's, Gina's ex-boyfriend. We had them on the episode, mm. and obviously he's been someone we spoke about for time, but he was never on the podcast before. And it was finally on the pod, but we put it on Patreon. So because people people wanted that that content, they signed up just to see that episode of Gina and her boyfriend, and then they, then they unsubscribed afterwards. So it's like that as well, isn't it? It's like that. It's 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 a touch and go because obviously you're you're trying to cater to everyone, but every individual is different. So some people might like this, some people might might not like that. You just got to try and give everyone what they want, kind of thing, innit? Yeah, hundred percent. Like I need to get onto my Patreon, man. I need to I need to sort my life out. Um, so the final thing I wanted to cover with you is fitness. So yeah, even I can't remember what we were talking about yesterday on the day after. People check that out. And then we're talking about somebody who being who's quite bulky. And then me and Mars like, nah, he's not as big as Yusuf. Yusuf is huge. It's like, yeah, Yusuf is a humongous human being. <laughs> when did you get into like the gym? I'm not for sure. Were your body? Were you ever a bodybuilder, or were you just like really, really serious and diligent with the gym? Because I swear uh, those no, two was, things are a bit different. Yeah, no, I was never um, bodybuilder per se. Well, no, I was never bodybuilder to be fair. So I started getting to the gym early, actually. To be fair, when I was 17, 18, that's when okay. I first, that's my first intro into the gym when I was in college. Um, but I never really took it seriously at the time. So mm. I would say between the ages of 18 and 25, I'm going gym on and off, on and off. I, I couldn't even tell you if there was a routine. There wasn't at all. Gym, gym wasn't something that I was like, I'm going to the gym. It was just, it just happened when it happened. Didn't it? Mm. Um, but obviously I was into fitness, I, I was into sports. So working out, playing sports, going gym was part of my routine. But it wasn't consistent, um, and I was—I grew up being skinny, so that was kind of one of the main reasons why I got into the gym. Because I went to—I went to bulk up. So I, I'll say twenty-five up until now um, is those are my consistent years. Yeah, because you. Okay. And when did you start um, taking it to the level of now? Okay, cool. I'm gonna become a personal trainer. And what made you do that? All right. So I think my my working history is so it's very random. So. With PT, I would say, all right, so my earliest, I would say, memory of fitness at an educational level was PE. So PE, GCSE, then in college, I done BTEC Sports Science, 
Um, so from early, sports, fitness, health and fitness was always a part of my uh, my life. And then my first degree before I done my master's was school studies and business. Uh. So again, from each stage of my education, sport and fitness is very much a part of it. Um, then I done a master's in marketing and business because I wanted to go into something completely different entirely. So even when I left uni, I didn't want to go into fitness. Uh. Uh, my goal was to go into advertising and marketing. So I've done a master's in marketing and business management, left uni, and I wasn't pursuing anything to do with fitness at all. <laughs> I was pursuing advertising, I was pursuing marketing, and that was that was me. And then um, I worked in the music industry for maybe five, six years. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but things weren't really going the way I wanted them to go in it um, for various reasons. Then I would say, how old was I at the time? I would say maybe around 22, 23. I got a job at um, Fitness First as a fin- fitness instructor. But that job was just to fund me while I was still pursuing my marketing, mm. music industry dreams, innit? So I was trying to be an A&R, I was trying to do marketing, I was trying to do artist management, but that stuff wasn't paying. It wasn't paying. So I got a job at Fitness First, uh, you know, just, 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 to get, just to get a bit of regular income. So around this time, funny enough, my manager offered me a chance to become a PT. He goes, oh, do you want to do your level three with us? I'm like, nah, I don't want to be a PT. This is just a job. I'm just doing it just to do it kind of thing, isn't it? Mm. That, was just, that, was, that was my mindset. Mm. Long story short, left, left fitness first, um, went on to do a few other jobs, and then I um, got a job at Virgin Active as a sales executive. So I'm basically selling gym memberships now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, by this time, I'm fully, I would say, engrossed in going to the gym. Like I'm going to the gym four or five times a week. It's something that it's something that's now part of my lifestyle. So now going to the gym is part of my lifestyle. I'm working in a gym, but it's not a PT. I work as a sales executive, and then so I was doing that for a bit. And then the sales job, I just I just hated it. To be fair, I, I didn't like it. And at the same time, everyone was gravitating towards me for fitness. Obviously, everyone see me training. They're like, "Oh, you can you train me? Can you help me? I need some advice and some tips." So I'm like, you know what? This is part of my lifestyle. Everyone's coming to me for this anyway. I'm working in the gym and everyone thinks I'm a PT, but I'm not. I'm, I'm working in sales. So I thought, you know what? Let me just become a PT. Let me, not as in that's all I want to do, but let me just do that as well as whatever else. Yeah, to add like another string to your bow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And at the time, I was having a really hard time at my sales job. Like, I wanted to quit. I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it at all. Like, I hated it. So I just quit, literally. I just quit. I quit. Um, handed in my notice and I just found uh, um, a college to do my my level three qualification. Done my level three qualification for personal training and then never looked back ever since. It's so mad you could have done level three from time. Yeah, so I've I've been I've been a self employed PT for seven, eight years now. Mad. So from the day I quit my job, that was it. I never I hadn't <laughs> I wasn't employed by anyone again. You know what I mean? That is um, so mad. Yeah, so been yeah been PTing now for six seven, six or seven years, um, as well as doing other things as well. Um, <sighs> the bad thing is, I, I don't know whether or not I'll do it forever. I don't think I will, to be fair, if I'm being honest. Um, I feel like I'm dis- disjunctured in my life. It's it's definitely paying the bills now. Mm. I'll continue to do it for you know a little period after this. But going on to the next phase of my life, I don't think I don't think PTing is where where I'm going to be. Okay, where do you have you had 
any thought of like where you think your journey will take you next? Um, because you said you I really thought, enjoy content creation, and I thought like that's yeah, great. yeah. Well, okay, I'll I'll divulge on that side of things. Um, definitely want to get into content creation a lot more. Shout out to the new black. Hundred percent. I'm, I'm a part of that as a producer, so that's that should that should you know um, fulfill a lot on that side, on the creative side. Um, and just, I don't know, there's, well, there's so many things I want to do, to be fair, but I, I do need to sit down and proper, proper map, map it out. Mm. Um, but marketing has always been a love of mine, to be fair. Marketing has always been kind of where my head has always been at. Um, and I've obviously used it to market myself over the past uh, six, seven years and use it to market all my endeavors, whether it be podcast, events, um, PT, whatever I'm doing, really. Um, so if, if I'm to give you a solid answer, I would say marketing, content creation, and content production would probably be where I, I want to go with it and see myself. Okay, wicked, wicked. In uh, fact, random thing here, yeah. I've noticed, and I'm not going to say my theory on why this is, you seem to become a man of finer taste in recent months. <laughs> I'm not gonna divulge too much, but now yeah. I'm seeing you eating at the fine establishments. <laughs> I'm seeing new poses. I'm seeing you in the fragrance game. Even now, now I'm taking tips from you. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speak too much on what I might, my theory of the origin. Yeah. But 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 how's that been? And how's and do you think do you feel like this is like a different like a different avenue for you to like put content out as well because it's like more like overall like lifestyle of being like a guy type thing because yeah you know what? i'm glad you said that actually because that's something i was thinking about even going back to what you asked me before about where i see myself um i actually want to just cover like men's lifestyle mm. from fitness to fragrances now to you know fashion whatever you know what i mean even just film whatever i just i just love culture black culture and being a man and um you know, just how I live my lifestyle and influencing others in the same way. Um, in terms of what you're referring to, yeah, <laughs> the the the, the, um, the source of it, yeah, you're you're correct in terms of that. To be fair, in terms of fragrance, though, I just I I've always loved fragrances. To be fair, always. But in the past, uh, I'll say year, I've been introduced to I would say the upper echelon fragrances. Yeah, you know what I mean, those those the brands that that we we know of and that we kind of buy now, I wasn't privy to those brands before. So I would mainly shop at, you know, the perfume shop, fragrance shop, and I'm buying all the, you know, regular stuff that, that, that we will buy. But in recent times, I've been introduced to more of the upper echelon, higher end fragrances as well, which, which I love. Um, sorry, what was, what was your initial question again? No, I said, I talk, I talk about like, um, like the lifestyle branding, because I have noticed, because like, Obviously, I follow you. I follow you for a minute, yeah, yeah. but like on your page, like I'm getting like a variety. So if I'm so, oh, okay, 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 see yeah, like yeah. even like for example, like I'm not sure if people like this yet, but you know when you go on Insta, you see like the story circle. I'm yeah. not someone who just goes through all of them. Like even yeah. if sometimes if I click one, I put my phone down. My phone might go through all of them, but I'm actually not. Like there's some people that I'll click on. So like for example, you, I click on yours. I know I'll see your pod. I'll see fitness. I'll see sport. I, yeah, like, yeah. I like sport. Yeah. So you put up boxing. You'll put up. Uh, basketball, you'll put up football, I'll yeah. see lifestyle, I'll see music, we're into the same topic. So I get quite a lot of the all-round stuff yeah. that I think that men are into yeah. and I think you're definitely tapping into that and I think like if you t- 
take it like mad serious, I think that will be very, very lit because you're yeah. kind of given like an all-round all round spectrum um, of being yeah, a guy, especially linked with the pod. I think that's kind of lit. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely, I feel like, even, thing is, naturally, these are the things I'm interested in. So yeah, exactly. Music, that's like one of my first loves, sport, football, basketball, um, you know, events, podding, fitness. So these are, these are all my interests like even down to like movies and stuff like that so these are things that i post about uh, i speak about so i feel like when you come to my page you kind of get especially if you go on oh, my story it's like a mixed bag of things like yeah hundreds a lot of different things in it and yeah you're right i think if i tap into those things a bit more um it'll definitely help me in the long run um but i also feel like with me as well i feel like because i haven't consistently done one thing since I'll say the start of my I don't know social media you know whatever career let's just call it that <laughs> let's just call it that that people kind of don't know what to expect from me because for example like I don't think I think people used to see me as just fitness I think that was kind of like my image before innit yeah prior to the pod it was like or even maybe I'll say up until like 2016 people just thought of me as fitness but now people see me as a bit more than just a fitness person so to speak um Obviously, podcasting is coming to it, events is coming to it, and more men's lifestyle. Da, 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 da. Um, so, I think with me, if I'm just consistent with showcasing all my interests, and that will help people kind of gravitate towards me and understand me more so and what I do and what I'm about. Um, so, yeah, no, it's definitely something that I've, I've, I've thought about, to be, to be fair. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I even had that idea, but I'll talk to you another day about it in terms of like the men's fitness. But, yeah, I think. That's about it for me. But yeah, yes, you've been a, an elite guest. I don't know why it took me 240 side episodes to get one. <laughs> but yeah, man. It's all good, man. It's been a pleasure, man. Appreciate it, bro. Sports Social Podcast Network.